Welcome back to the third episode of Toscaloosa. As you see, we have the, the originals, you know, Joey, me, and Joao, and we have a very, very, very special guest, <laughs> one that's close to all of our hearts. Uh, she's she's been there uh, for the range shoot for us when we were in Bridgeport. She was she's known as a cookie lady, as some Jerseyans know, of uh, because she makes the most bomb ass cookies, as you can see. She actually brought us. She brought she brought the stuff. She brought the stuff. I love her for that. Uh, we have Linda Duke. Thank you for coming on, Linda. I really appreciate it. Um, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get really deep, Joey. All week at, when we were talking, he's had a lot of questions for her, oh a lot of a lot of dra <laughs> like a lot of drama stuff that he wants to like you know know about all and all that. And I wasn't part of the ratio, and I think Joanne wasn't either. So that's I wouldn't say it's drama. It's just I think it's just stories. That oh, dude, I even can't. even yeah. I don't remember about that. I want I want to know more oh, just about the, just the things that. Jo None of us were even thought of, and she was already in the rancho. Like, <laughs> okay, let's That's age me up a little bit. Thanks, guys. <laughs> no, guys thank you. Thank you. Guys, she looks like she's 21, Thanks. and that's all you need to know. All right, she looks like she's 21. She she gets carded all the time at bars when we when we used to go out and see the zoo at the Shamrock and stuff like that. So whatever. So we're gonna do. I want to say thanks for all you guys watching the YouTube video. The first one, it was the second episode of uh, the podcast uh, Salvados. Um, it got over 200 like. Uh, the views in like under a week so we, we really appreciate the support and all the comments you guys are leaving um if you haven't subscribe like to that video uh comment and just see just comment what we can do better so you guys can enjoy it and yeah we really appreciate all the support um so we're gonna start off with like we did last time it's gonna be quick soccer and then we're gonna go straight into like the main point the main whatever conversation that we're gonna have so starting up it's gonna be about the World Cup next year in Qatar. Have uh, you seen like all these human rights? Uh, Germany, when they played the other day, they it, it, it's crazy what's happening. They wore the human rights shirts, and it's crazy to see that the city of Qatar or the country of Qatar, had, I think it's like six thousand like deaths in a matter of like when they got the bid for the World Cup that all these construction workers are dying just to make these stadiums. And I guarantee these stadiums after they're done, they're they're going to be like vizios. Yeah, it's gonna be a little bit. So, Jerome, just get a little bit closer to the mic. Yes, sir. You know, um, the only thing I was gonna say is it'd be like Brazil because you got like, I don't know what stadium it was. It was um, it was like in the middle of uh, of uh, the rainforest. That's literally like a big yeah, bird it's like bath. a jungle. It's like a big bird bath now. Yeah, you had to take yeah, a ferry. Yeah, yeah. My girl talks about that because my girl went to the the, two, uh, the World Cup in Brazil. Oh yeah. And she's like, it was a great experience. It was awesome for like those two weeks that she was there. But like people talk and people see them things yeah. now, and they're a shadow of what they were. Dude, it, it's crazy that they put so much, so much, so much money into these things, and then it's like they just yeah. don't use them after, and then it just becomes part of the like the forest or rainforest, and it, it, it's a shame. And now, with this whole human rights, it, it, it's incredible how like six thousand people or construction workers or more, I think it's more that died, and it's 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 a little fucked up. Well, it's not even a little; it's a lot fucked up because. It, it, it should it should be preventive like there should be safety measures and all that so germany when they did their game they went out uh they wore shirts that all wrote out human rights and i i forgot what the other norway it was norway norway, was norway. norway, norway had, did the same thing yeah norway had all, all t-shirts that had hashtag human rights yeah it, it's it, it's crazy how just how fifa or ufo whatever it, it, they, they just don't really care they just want to get these stadiums up just so they can like have the games and like you know get all that money and stuff like that so was it's, it was very crazy. big too because it, it happened in well, a lot of big things that happened in Brazil was a big rule that Brazil had like 
15, 20 years ago yeah. was that they stopped selling alcohol in stadiums. And who was one of the biggest sponsors of FIFA? Budweiser. Budweiser, Heineken. Budweiser. That's for you, Frank. Joe even said it b- before the podcast. <laughs> you know, and that was like the biggest thing I know. Like the like the the prime minister of Brazil, all these people were, were speaking out on that, just on the alcohol. Oh, yeah, pre- dude. Because they had so many deaths, they had so many injuries, and right. people getting into fights into stadiums, and that was a big thing. And on the guitar, I know you and me are in the field, in the construction field, and we know like what you should be doing, what you shouldn't be doing. Like when you have to say no, when you shouldn't say no. Yeah. Uh, it, these it, these stadiums in Brazil turned into jungles. These are gonna turn into deserts. Yeah, it's, it's probably nuts. They're, they're probably just gonna reintegrate into the into the environment, and it's just gonna go to shit. And then all those people that died, it's literally gonna go for nothing because the World Cup, it's gonna be in the winter, and then it's gonna be a couple months, and it's down. It's yeah, down. I, it's I think that's the biggest fuckery of it all because now you're changing the whole tournament into the December because of the weather in that country. Dude, and you just you fuck also, up everything. It's gonna fuck up everything. You also gotta see, like, they're they're buying property to build these stadiums, where thousands and thousands of people loses their homes because of the game of soccer. And yeah, game of soccer does bring a lot of money to the countries and everything. But they have to think about. It. I know Brazil itself; they ended up losing hundreds of thousands of homes because of these stadiums where no one takes care of them now. They're literally desert. Well. Forest, Florida. Yeah, it, it's crazy, man. The whole thing of Qatar, I think Qatar's a little bit different because people that live in Qatar have money. And he, there's no right. really, there is and there isn't. Like, like the working the working people, yes, they're probably the poor of Qatar. Mm-hmm. But where these stadiums, they're not building these stadiums in those types of towns no. there. No fucking way, no dude. Way. No yeah, way. No. It's going to be in the middle of the city of Qatar where, where all these massive skyscrapers are. They're going to build yeah. probably five, five or six stadiums for the whole tournament. And that's what's going to be it. Well, and then don't forget, it's not just the stadiums, the hotels for people to stay, mm-hmm. the traffic it's going to cause. Oh, yeah. All the tourists. You ever heard, have, you, have you ever, like, read up on the conspiracy with the Brazil because half the hotels weren't ready? <laughs> and, like, and like players and were posting with, like, no sheetrock on the walls and the rooms and shit like that? That's wow. nice. That's good. It's, it's insane, bro. Because, like, the timeline, because, like, USA got in 2026, 20, right? Mm. But USA has uh, the backing of all these NFL stadiums. Oh, yeah, they're all There's hotels in every fucking yeah. corner in America. Mm-hmm. It's different. I, I personally have a really good like, gut feeling that it's not going to be in Qatar. I think something's going to happen where it's going gonna, it's gonna to either be pushed into England or USA is going to get it earlier. I have a, I have a real deep feeling about it because yeah, you already see up. with Germany, you already see with Norway. Germany, If Germany it's has the up. balls to pull out of the World Cup, because it might get to that because yeah. of all this. Maybe. Imagine, you know what yeah, I'm saying? That's I don't know, I don't know. But hopefully, like you said, maybe it will get pulled out, and maybe Qatar will maybe clean up their shit and get people to actually be more safe. But whatever. It's but Qatar. It's not. That, gonna but that's gonna that that affects all the 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 leagues because now going into since the World Cup's gonna be in the winter, that's gonna be mid like like season. That's gonna be like when Legal Nage is going. It's December. It, and then it's it's gonna be like when the the Premier League's going. So like. You're gonna have a lot of players playing the whole the whole season of like their their club, and then they have to go to Qatar and play. What is it like a month or two months? Play for the the Sally Sound like their national teams, and then and then you have to go back, dude. I can guarantee there's gonna be a lot more players this sh- next year that are gonna be injured, guaranteed. Uh, mm, I I don't know. The only good thing I would say that would come out of it being in December is that a lot of these players are gonna be in form. I don't know, man. A lot, I think tough. a lot of these players would be in form. But they're going to have to constantly rotate. Sorry to cut you off, but like they're going to have to constantly rotate or else there will be injuries. I do think there's going to be a lot of injuries, and which may slow down the time of their playing careers as well. Like 
that's a lot of tournaments. That's now all, don't forget the super. Um, what is it? Super Europa or Super UEFA is going to be coming up as well. I don't think so that's going to happen. No, I don't think it's going to happen. Well, there's no way. But th- there there's the no way. They already said well, like clu- they already said clubs that don't want to do that. That's yeah. Right, but now up. that's Europa, Champions League, um, Euro, Mundial, all that. So he adds up to a lot of their form. Yeah, their form might be impeccable at that time, but. They're gonna have to watch out on playing time on and injuries and everything else. I think yeah. the only th- the only bad part is th- the heat that's gonna be there, but oh, I, yeah. I don't think because you think about it, right? No, the s- tournaments are normally you play a game every what three four days, more or less. Uh, around there, y- you're playing three to four games right now every 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 week every tournament every league's playing three to four games every. Like Por- Porto and uh, Umiz de Abril, they you got set struggles. Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah, it's so I don't insane. I don't think I don't. Uh, that aspect of injuries, it might, but I think a lot of players, because yo, you play a full season and then you have to go on national team. I think it's worse physically on you than if you're playing mid season, going to a tournament, and then having the rest of the season. Yeah, I, I think it'll be easier for them, and I think I think you'll see a lot more players in better form. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Maybe the underdogs will take it over. You never know, because the yeah. f- US, USA, huge. baby. I'm not <laughs> all the underdog teams that you never hear about. They might have a chance. Could happen. All those big well, play, big players are in big clubs, and those they have to keep Iceland playing. Iceland in 2016. That yeah. was a big surprise. Yeah, that was. It was a big. I think. I think. It's, I think as soon as you pass a group stage, and it's a knockout, I, I think. It goes by I, fast. I think it's 50 50. Yeah. There's there's only certain teams I, I I can see like all right this is a guaranteed win, but you're playing soccer, dude. It's nothing's yeah. guaranteed in soccer nowadays. Yeah, Everything's crazy. The amount of fitness and everything that's yeah. going on with the game now. Yeah, it's, it's just. It's a lot. Yeah. So. This is before we're recording before the game, the Portugal uh, Serbia. Serbia game. Uh, we won one zero last game, which was horrendous against fucking Azerbaijan. That was so stupid, bro. Nós temos o melhor avançado no mundo, o melhor jogador, e nem podia fazer nada, dude. It's literally a joke how we we had to rely on an own goal to win against a fucking like uh, I don't even know what kind of team. I had never heard any of those fucking players on the other team in my life. <laughs> agreed, agreed. But I think... What are we doing? I think in a very... I like taking good out of everything, right? So I think we played... A v- we played good, but our final I, third, bro, we were playing so fucking slow, like... But that, that's what, that was the point I was going to make. I think you have players like Andres Silva that's on 25 goals in the Bundesliga. Yeah. You got a guy like Ronaldo that... You, you just got to give him the ball. And I feel like everything in the back was solid. I think Nuno Mendes was fucking impeccable. I, he reminded me of a, like a, a very young Fabio Quintrão, bro. Thank you. A very young Fabio Quintrão. There was a couple of tweaks, but he, overall he played. It's his very first game, well. bro. It's his fucking first yeah, game. Yeah, he's only eighteen. Well, so mo- most of what I could have taken from him, it was like those throw-ins. He could have done a little. You could have been a little quicker. Regardless than that, like he played an impeccable game. So he throws he long, bro. He throws long. He's got oh, that, yeah, long he got that long throw. That long throw. That long throw. But. Yeah. They're hopefully they win against Serbia, dude. Hopefully it's an easier. I mean, it's it's gonna be a harder match, but it, we'll I, I think bro. I think I think he's gonna go a lot differently in this game. I don't I don't think I personally don't think Nuno Memphis is gonna start. I think he's gonna go either Cedric to the left, nah. or 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 Guerreiro. I, I just Guerreiro, might, Guerreiro got the uh, dispensado or whatever he got. Mario Rua then right. He, yeah. he brought him. Mario, no, 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 nobody. He, he never didn't call anybody else that. in. So Nuno Mendes is playing regardless. I think. Then no, he's and playing and Cedric. He's and playing and Cedric. Unless he's I, playing I, Cedric I, at right back and then putting Cancelo at left back. He'll put he'll put Cedric at left back. Cedric's been playing left back for Arsenal. Oh. I put money. He puts either Cedric or Cancelo. I think they I think put, they're both signed. I think they put. I think they put a four three three. I think Ronaldo's going to be the main striker, and they're going to have Jota uh, and. Uh, 
And and Pedro Neto on the other side. I, I don't think Pedro Neto is that side. I think it's going to be Vernon. What, what do you think? It's go- what's going to be the score? I want to get 2-0. Uh, see, now this is a tougher game that I think will we'll ease by because they're more physical. You know, I, I, I think I said it when we did our predictions that we always fucking make it difficult against these fucking little teams. Yeah, Danielle Antunes on Twitter, she even said that uh, that with those, like, small, well, small, weak equipes, we Portugal always seems to struggle for some oddly uh, reasons. Yeah. Dude, South Korea, USA, all these teams over the years that we just can't fucking it's, seem to beat. You know, and then we go back to the game. I think Pedro Neto had an awesome game. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, don't, I don't understand what position he was playing because he played all over the fucking place. Because, again, with the formation, I didn't understand if it was Bernardo Silva playing cam or it was him playing cam. But as soon as they he got... O- they kept on switching. As soon as he got to that left side and then it was him and Mendes playing back and forth with each other, it was great. But I think we made a good point. is that We get the ball, we pass half field, and our final third play That's is it. so fucking slow. You got a guy like Andres Silva, like I said, that's on 25 goals. Yeah. Put the ball in the box, bro. This guy's making runs for those reasons. Put the ball in the box. We get to the corner, we do... A little fita, 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 and then we put the ball in the box, and then there's four guys there already. That's what she said. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> that, that's Linda. She's gonna be making like those like you know quick remarks of like that's what she said type of shit. So this is why we brought her in. All right. Yeah. You know, but just, yeah. It, 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 hopefully, hopefully they play better and we'll go from there. But uh, I, I just still hope they drug test that goalkeeper because that goalkeeper was on. Dude, Benfica, o Benfica vai assinar aquele guarda-redes e vai ser como o Sevilar. Best in the world, dude. It's and then not use them. I'm, not, not, I'm not gonna yeah. comment. He, gonna he goes to the sub 23 just because. It's alright. It's alright. I'm well, not gonna comment. Well, we got that out of the way. Whatever. So we're gonna do the racial facts of the week. We, I think you wanted to talk about racial data. Yes. Real quick. Hold Get on. that out of the way, and then. I didn't think this was coming that quick. Afraid so of what? I'm kind of afraid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, como já sabem, todas as os episódios que nós fizemos. Um, damos um pouquinho de, de, de um rancho e esta semana vai ser o rancho Eira que se não for para o Covid este fim de semana era o aniversário deles o fundador foi o senhor José Martins para mim um dos melhores tocadores de concertina que também mesmo certinho o homem um, o diretor neste momento é o senhor Timateu e, e o ensaiador é Michael Timateu uh, o grupo foi formado em 1994 e por eles uma forte abraço e parabéns que continuem para sempre. Yeah, hope you, hope you guys keep uh, you know, I know it's it's tough right now, but hopefully next year you guys can even all the ranchos that couldn't do their anniversaries, hopefully they do it and you know, parabéns por vocês yep. and continue yeah. on with what they finished off last year. Yeah, you know. Well, cuz it's them and better coins they didn't have two anniversaries. They didn't have yeah, an anniversary yeah. last, last year. Last year was canceled last yeah. minute. And, and they yeah. were canceled this year. And I think Juan could be a testament to this is that Ada was very big for us because we went to their anniversary like 12 years ago I think Linda we went to their anniversary 12 maybe 13 years <laughs> so ago long ago she's like, like, remember and we've been uh, to was, a lot it was longer than that because <laughs> I wasn't still in the Hanshu I think it was 12 there's still vid- there's a video of Charlie like cursing out loud mid like dancing so I know it was but, like but over that he must not have been near me because then I would have slapped him upside the head. <laughs> I think that, that don't curse near me when you're that might have been. I think if I'm mistaken, that might have been Gills and Shane's La Siva, oh that, wow. that 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 jersey one and that jersey one for us. Then I wasn't there. It was it was huge because that's the end. That's like the parties and that's around the time where I met Jess Perito. I met Tim. I met Mike. I met Machado. I met Lopes. I met all these guys. I'm friends with now and I'm still very good friends with now. 12, 13 years ago, bro. And 
you're still good friends with them. It's you know who we're talking about. It's and crazy it's just, how Huntsville like brings a lot of youth and even like older people together. It's like sometimes there's those clicks and where Huntsville itself, when you dance with that that passion that we always talk about in this podcast, like that seems to bring everybody together, which. That's what happened when we first started oh, going. Oh, Tiago, dude. Oh, my God. Dude. I completely forgot Tiago Tiago danced there. Jesus yeah. Christ, dude. He's going to fucking hit me. What a mini Tiago over here. Yeah. So Save him some cookies. <laughs> <laughs> so, perfect segue uh, onto why uh, we, we asked Linda to come on. Uh, she's part of the British Boys Rancho where we all went. Um, she was like, I wouldn't say the mom, but she was like low-key the mom of like all of us always like, you guys need something? I got the first aid kit in the bag when we go on bus trips oh and shit. God, like, I, I got do. the band-aids. You need the band-aids? Oh I have God, them right now. I have the band-aids. You need, you need hydrogen peroxide? I'll pull this out real quick. I, I got hydrogen peroxide. But then on a Friday night, we would go to Shamrock. She's like, yeah, I'm coming with you guys. Fuck yeah, dude. We go to the bars, bro. Dude, the zoo. Yo, she was I'm a different, still a lightweight. Di- different animal. But but before we talk about the ranch, we just want just so our viewers can little like know a little bit about you and stuff like that. Um, So, obviously, back, I don't want to say back in the day because you're not that old. You're 21, you know, all that good stuff. Um, how? What do you think? Obviously, how different was it growing up? It was it the Hollow where you where you grew up, right? The Hollow in Bridgeport. No, I grew up on the east side. Oh, okay, the east side. How how different do you think it is? Well, obviously, it's a lot different. But what? Even the Hollow mm-hmm. is different. Really? Well, from when it was when the ranch would first started. Yeah. It is a lot different now than it was. There was a lot more chops there, and I remember there's, you know, oh, I'm aging myself. Um, the Portuguese Bakery was actually right across the street. Oh wow! And they now mind you, so they would be baking while we were practicing. So we would have break and we would run across the street and oh, buy awesome. fresh roll. Oh, dude, that's awesome, bro. Yeah, Fuck. talk about carb overload. But oh, let me who tell cares? you, you burn that was, shit off real quick. W- oh my god, it was so good. But it was one of those highlights. We would have middle of practice, we take a quick break, and yeah. everyone was running across <laughs> the street, to, you know, to go get fresh bread because fresh bread out the oven I you wish, can't. I wish, man. I wish we had that. Fuck, man. That's when you guys used to dance at the club still. We were um. We were back at the club pretty much almost from the beginning. It, in the beginning, we had first started, it was actually Omanels, and then we had moved to the club. And then it was a few years later that we had left and we were at Omanels. Oh. Yeah. So, w- was there more of a Portuguese presence there back in the day than it is like today? Yeah. M- like a lot. Like, c- like compared to like, all right, like the Feshas at the Bridgeport Club, back then, was there a lot, like way more people compared to like now? Yes. Just like, like. Because I remember when George Ferreira came to Bridgeport, yo, I've never seen that parking lot of the Bridgeport Club packed like that. Like, packed. Now, mind you, so I grew up with this, and it was. Every festa here, it was, you know, obviously it wasn't big like Ludlow, but it was huge. It was packed. There was, uh, you know, tons of people you knew. Yeah. And you did struggle to find parking spots. Now it's not so much. And it didn't matter if it was a band or a DJ. We always had bands. I mean, Sidetrack got it. You guys are way too young. Oh, God. I wasn't there. I wasn't there yet. Oh, my God. I, I don't think I was thought of, so. Wow. And we had Destiny. Dude, had, oh. Sidetrack was the shit, dude. And, I, I and, no, and then we had Destiny not too far. Yeah. There was a, quite a few bands that we had, and it was always a good show. Yeah, and yeah. then, you know, even at the club, if they had three days of bands, one would be a big band, but on the yeah. mo- it didn't matter. Every Everybody freaking, would show up. Every fashion, there, it was packed. It was awesome. I grew up in that, so... That's all I know. Yeah, I grew up with being surrounded by nothing but chops at a fest. That yes, yeah. with so many people, there's always a fight or two at the end. Oh, yeah, but yeah. it's gonna happen. But it was never as bad. I, I don't not, think I as know. other events I've been to. 
<laughs> Newer um, Portugal Day weekend, baby. Um, yeah. y- you know, I mean, there was always a fight or two. Usually it was always in the same spot. It was near the bar, and it was just because some idiot would drink too much, and, you know, it is what it is. I get it. We've all gotten drunk. When and those super boxers are flowing, dude, yeah, you And stop. at that price, I mean, the alcohol like is so $2. damn cheap. Yeah. Well, back then, yeah. it was probably even cheaper back then. Think about it. You Why go do you to think the bar everybody now, gets you s- drunk exactly. at the club before going out to actually a regular club? Uh, exactly. You go to the bar now, you're paying, what, six? I don't know. I don't, I don't drink beer, but it's, what, a at lot. least six, seven bucks for a freaking beer? A lot. Freaking 18 bucks for a we went to, yo, we, so we went, we went to a... Uh, this is a quick side check. Me and Sorry. we went to uh, our friend's birthday. They had it at this restaurant in Greenwich or whatever. Bro, a fucking... I saw a bottle of wine. $2,000 for a bottle Jesus of wine. Christ. Dude, we got a... Cristal? Wi- I don't even know what the fuck. It was like some French bullshit. There was one that was, was like, like 23. Whatever. One was like 5000 I'm like, yeah, 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 I'll get your finest tap water. Yo, Thank fact. you and please. And if you, add, and like <laughs> that, like if you ask for ice, it was an extra like 50 cent, like 20 cent type yeah, of shit. Yeah, get that neat. <laughs> So we have like we got this like whiskey neat fucking horrible idea we should put it on the rocks rookie mistakes but it was like eighteen dollars each I was like bro and it was like un fucking un go, un goleño, uh, it was like, like a bro. two ounce shot and I'm yeah. like really fuck that bullshit but so God so <laughs> when when did you how did you like first like uh, hear or see the Bridgeport Venture or like did somebody like reach out to you and be like oh we're doing this do you uh, want to like well, don't forget, I'm one of the original members, too. Oh, yeah. So when it started, I was there. I carried the flag. Um, How the old f- were you? Eight or nine. You're, so let's age me really up there. I was about eight or nine years old, <laughs> and um, and I was only allowed to carry the flag, so I was still young. Yeah. And at that point, I really didn't know much about dancing, mm. to be honest. I didn't know much about Portuguese dancing or anything like that. Um, and they had started it. I think it helped. You know, one of the founding members was my cousin. Lisa. Yeah. So she helped start it. So they needed someone to carry the flags. Obviously, they're not going to have the adults do it because yeah. we needed the dancers. True. Boom. So I was in there and I learned how to I carried a flag and I was proud. I was like, woohoo, I'm doing something. Because at that point, <laughs> I think, you know, growing up in the Portuguese community is different than nowadays. Oh, Our yeah. parents migrated uh, here. Many of us were for first born generation here. The only thing you didn't do soccer, you didn't do basketball or, so- mm-hmm. or football. What did you do? You were with family, and then, and especially at the church. Yeah, you were with the job. So then it was Rancho, and because they were in Bridgeport, so it wasn't far. So luckily, yeah. you know, we I started right when it had started. I wasn't dancing right away, mm. which was maybe a good thing, because at that point, I didn't even know anything about that stuff. Yeah. So yeah. it was the first thing that really pushed me into the, I guess the Portuguese culture, but I mean, I grew up with you the culture. Up, so yeah, I don't know anything that. that differentiates what's not Portuguese and what is. It's all yeah. I know. And um, it was the one thing we did growing up. My mom is one of eight. Okay, I'm the oldest of the grandkids in that generation. There's not oh, there were nine of us for many years until the tenth little one snuck in. And um, <laughs> being a huge family, everything we did was family, family, family. Mm. And I know to some people it's not a big deal, but I think growing up that way it is different because our closest friends were our cousins. Yeah. I mean, my cousins, my sister's a year younger than I have another cousin who's only a year. And then, you know, every year there's another younger. So yeah. we grew up, birthday parties were family. Holidays, yeah. family, family, family. Rancho was the only outside yeah. of family thing we did. And even that wasn't not family because it you was me, my sister, exactly. my cousin yeah. Danny, and Michelle. We were the fly carriers. Damn. I, I remember w- you brought up a good point about, like, the whole, like, flag thing. Like, yeah, I'm carrying the flag. Like, like look at me. Dude, ain't no, ain't nobody want to hold that flag no more, bro. Like, no. th- that's like, bro, I want to be dancing. Like, I, I stepped up, I moved up. <laughs> I've been, po- you know, I no, got that, moved up. And th- that, that's what I was saying. I don't know if it was the first episode or the second episode. W- w- 
we were talking about Rancho, I was like, when when so, when people left the group and I was still there, I was always like, I I wanted to be in the back. Like that was my thing. Like I I, I pushed for me like myself to go in the back because I I I knew I saw Joey at the back, I saw Jeff at the back, I saw Brian at the back. I was like, dude, I want to be in the back to like you know, it, it looked fun, and I was like, all right, I want to do that. And then I just took me a while. I was always in the middle, hated that shit, but it is what it is. I did it, and I, I eventually got back there, and I, I fucking loved every second of it when I was back there because I was either dancing with you or I forgot who – I think it was Selena maybe. It, it, it was usually you during practice. Like, it was almost always you at practice when, when I was back there. But, yeah, like, going back to that, like, now kids – like, kids nowadays, bro, they, they, they just don't have the passion. Like, you see it, like, back in the day where they push themselves to, like, all right, I got to learn, like, how to dance well so then I can dance at DC. Now it's, like – there's not a lot of people going to like join groups and then they, they just don't have that like that we push. also don't have as many audience watching and i don't care what that anyone too. says it does make a difference um you know i've never been one that's sitting there like oh i'm a show off i want to dance i need to be the best dancer in this group i no, i dance because that's just the passion yeah. in me like i said it was my second family growing up yeah and Maybe it's because I was only eight or nine years old. I've always enjoyed music. I love dancing. I've always done it. I was actually doing um, dancing school, getting out, rushing out of dancing school, eating a burger and fries in the car, changing oh out yeah. of my tights to go to dance practice. Oh yeah, and that's at one point, because at one point we were having dance practice twice a week, and I that wish. practice was to I learn, wish. was to learn and you know help teach the newer people. Yeah. And so literally, I would get out of dance class, ballet, tap, and jazz, to rush over to Rancho. Oh, you fancy. Yeah, fancy, I mean, fancy. I was, no. Yeah, um, it's funny because I remember uh, when Linda was pregnant with the twins, oh. we would always get rides with John uh, inside the hood. And we, <laughs> it was funny because I, I, I I'm always going to remember this one practice where I was in front of her and she was a boy and she was pregnant. And like she literally were, were dancing backwards and she just like put her hands right in my back and like stopped me from going back because I was Dude, getting closer. Well, I, Bro, the pr- I threatened <laughs> so many people. Dude, oh. I think it was, I actually think it was one of the this. We ended up going to Elizabeth. I yes. Believe, I believe oh she, my God. She was dancing if behind me with Brian and she literally was, it was, a ra- it was literally raining, pouring. They actually had to delay us a little bit so we would dance after. And I mind you, one. she was like, I believe it was like seven or eight months pregnant. And mind you, hey, like props to you for dancing. She's a real like, one, man. Th- th- that's twins. It's not just a single but baby. It's twins. And, and that she was, was when everyone found out I was pregnant. Yep. Yeah. Was that see that because yep. I couldn't stop crying? Yeah. And oh, literally, cry. and literally, she was she was terrified of dancing that either because of how slippery the floor was. Well, yeah, I mean, where it, it was, it, I think it was like to a point that. She felt like she was slipping. She ended up like gripping, I think, Brian's arm, if I'm not mistaken. And like, I'm pretty sure she like digged in as her nails so deep that he goes, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and but like, <laughs> you know what? I gotta give her props, dude. Like, Bro, but she was always our like, our group was weird with that though, because we've, we've had a few females that were pregnant and danced. Like, Trish danced a couple times pregnant, my sister Paula yeah. danced a couple times pregnant. It's if it's something you're always doing, yeah. and I've oh, been you're, doing you're it for com- years, and then you stop, it's actually worse damage. It's the same thing. Runner, you don't stop. There's no excuse. My body's used to it. I don't need to stop. Mm-hmm. The only reason I didn't dance at that anniversary was because my uniform didn't fit and the string to my skirt popped. Well, she would have been And I didn't know if it would happen. I remember that anniversary, I actually cried, but <laughs> off subject. Well, I remember, pops a kid I, I remember we went to Yonkers. Was it Yonkers? Where like we had like four or five seaters in a row where like John and Trish were driving separately, not coming on the train, not coming on the bus with us. 
because they kept thinking that she was gonna she was gonna pop. We didn't know. It was the Massachusetts. Trip. No, 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 dude, dude this was Eva was like fifteen. You weren't even fucking here yet. It was closer <laughs> no, to October. It was right so. You weren't even here yet. I was It was September October. Yeah, because she was doing October, October, so they would drive because we never she know. went into we went labor, they got to book it. I think we, were, I think it was in Yonkers. We had a seat in Yonkers, and they, they, it was like, dude, we, we finished dancing, and we're like, yo, where's John? See ya. Gone. Bye. Gone. It was nuts, Whoa. bro. It was Gone. Crazy. So I know Joey all week. This man's been telling us that he's got so many questions. He wants to know all the like the secrets, the dramas back when he was younger because he was young when he. When Linda was uh, dancing and stuff like that, so Joey, the floor is well, yours. I wouldn't say it's like drama and shit like that, but like there's like certain things where obviously I wasn't around for, like, but um, I remember when I was coming through, there was somewhat of a little kid group still. Like our groups were separate. We had a little kid and we had an adult group, but I think I think my, that time, if I'm not mistaken, Lelu was still yeah, Lelu was still very big in charge on a lot of things. Yeah. When we um, had the little group, we were still at the club. Yeah, yeah, I was. I'm, oh. get, I'm getting to. I'm getting to that because I don't think a lot of people realize you have videos of that old little group and like everyone's like, "Yo, who's that little guy? Who's that little guy?" I was like, oh, it's, "That's fucking Michelle's brother, bro." And, no. nope, and, and nobody knows that because oh. Michelle's brother is the most non-Portuguese person you ever met in your life. If you actually like talk to him, but like he was dancing, he was doing all that stuff. But like I think a very big difference to what it was back then to what it was. As soon as I started going into the adults, I we got rid of that little kid group, and we started putting little kid songs into the adult group. I, I just yes and no. Um, from what I remember, and you know, you can't quote on it because I was young. Um, when we left, I want to I want to be politically correct. When we were we left the club and we went to open house. A lot of our members had left. Um, at that point, you know. A lot of parents, when it comes down to it, they weren't comfortable going to Manel's or I don't know if it's that old school mentality of, you know, the, the dad was like, oh, I'll take them. Because then while the kids were up practicing, they were downstairs club. hanging out, playing <laughs> cards, playing swagger, playing whatever they wanted to do, having a beer. And then when it came to it, and a lot of them were sausages or members of the club, so it was different. So when we went to... Um, Omanels, a lot had changed. A lot of our demographics had changed. A lot of our older members even had left. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it was the area at that point. They just weren't. Oh yeah, Marco, help yourself. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> as he mentioned earlier, I'm known as the cookie something. lady, so of yeah. course I did bring cookies. Yeah, dude. <laughs> if y'all never had our cookies before, y'all missing out on life because they're probably the best cookies you've ever fucking eaten in your entire life. Oh, they're so good. They're people from Jersey. Our, our buddy Tiago doesn't even know Linda's name. Just the cookie lady. Yeah, one day you Fuck were at it. my house and you had said, oh, I'm at the twins. Oh, the cookie lady. Okay, damn. Yeah, <laughs> literally, but so good. sorry but to interrupt. But I remember sorry. but I remember me coming through. There was still a, there was a little kid coming. There was a little kid group coming back. Uh, I don't, I think we, yeah. were, we were planning on it, but it didn't end up because it was happening. It was me. It was Mikey. It was Brian. It was Joey Alves. It was a couple other kids too, man. And... Ah, dude, I remember dancing a couple. Like, I, I think I have videos. But it wasn't as much of the little group as it was when we were at the club. When we were at the club, we were literally our own little. I mean, we did a few. It was, uh, we had a lot more little kids. Mm -hmm. To it's almost like remember a few years, maybe ten years ago, we had a handful of the younger kids who only danced. You know, like they did Saki or Vatagayu and you know some of the simpler songs. 
where only they do, and we took out the older ones almost to give the older ones a break. Mm-hmm. Um, it was happening, but I think there was just it just didn't happen. I don't know if it's the politics, the drama, and oh well, why is my kid dancing with them, and how come she's not? Da- you know, I've been here, my daughter's been here longer, but why? But that why is that little girl dancing with the older kids? And did and after a while, it ain't worth the drama, the politics, and the headaches. But I think I it think sucks, but it is what it is. I, I, I get that point, but I think it would have been like I think. After the politics and after all the arguments, it probably would have been more beneficial to the group. Personally, could perso- have been. I get what you're saying. No, Personally, I know what you're because saying because you learn. Yes, but and you, but, then it, the but other it's almost like that graduation period where, like, all right, yo, you learned these songs, you worked on it. Okay, now we you can we can start pushing you to the adult group. Yeah, we could start gradually because now because now you're just like, all right, l- let's be honest, Loud and Dean, you really don't need to know anything. You go in, you're walking around. You know, it's almost like, but it, for me. Me personally, bro, I hated it. I hated it, especially I when hate I was. Hate that song. No, I, but no, I hate. No it. offense, John. Dude, but it's crazy, bro. Before, even before Verdagayu turned into this, okay, we're doing all these different things with the music. Okay, we're we're cutting music off at this point. Verdagayu, dude, used to be a beat ass song, bro. Back in the day when we first started dancing. How it. fast did we used to play? But it? I'm, but again, but that's, that's but that's we slowed it. it. Was. it was but we slowed speed. it down. We slowed it down because we had kids dancing it. And again, me me personally, I thought it was more detrimental to the group. Because now you have, like, okay, I was still young, but I'll give other examples like Jaka or or Shane or Gil. Now you got guys like this that are dancing these slow songs. It just and it gets boring. Personally, this is I'm coming. No, I'm not speaking for. I'm not speaking Trust for me, them. I've been in the group how long? I've been dancing for how long? Trust me, yeah. I get it all. You know, and I think I think that's like a very big, at least for me, that was like a big thing because I wanted. Around the time I left, I wanted I I had a vision and I I knew what I wanted I knew what I wanted to see this group going to and I knew I don't know how to word it but I knew that I couldn't get to it I knew I couldn't change somebody's mind to get this to this and then I left three years later and then we had a little kid group dancing two songs at the anniversary but again that's not my problem um <laughs> but you know what I'm saying it's just that that was a big thing and then um how old were you when the group split? From from the when the club and then the church started. This has been. This was what ninety two, ninety three. No, we left the church. Let's see. It was our third. It was right after our third anniversary, so it must have been around ninety four. It must have been about. I must have been about. So there was was one function and ended up splitting. And it split it to two. So did you? A lot of our members said, like I said, a lot of them didn't go with us to Omanel. So a handful of members. it wasn't right after, but shortly after, um, another ranchi started that belonged to the church. And a l- not all, there was a handful of members that went with them. Hey, to each their own, their own prerogative. Yeah. Yeah, that sh- dude, that longevity of all look who, look who lasted. But that shows to be on how how big the community, the Portuguese community was back then, where everybody was interested in dancing or being a part exactly. of the country. And it was enough people that we were able to have two full huge right, groups. Right, and yeah. that's, I think, like, yeah, Dude, if I'm not mistaken, all four, like, big Portuguese communities in Connecticut had it. It was, like, Danbier had the club and the church. I think Waterbury, Waterbury had the club and the church. No, 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 no that was no, 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 sorry. No, 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 uh, Waterbury was only the, the club because I, I started. My yeah. first race experience was started at the church, right? started at the church, and then they went to the club after. Waterbury? So you were never one and two? John, 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 before the bridge. Waterbury's older than Bridgeport. I know, I know. Waterbury started, and they're not too much older. They're maybe like a year or two older. So John found out about Bridgeport. Was going to Bridgeport, and John, 
whenever I know you already talked to us, so we want to get you on. So we, we'll clear up the story after. <laughs> the veteran, um, the, the OG veteran. John, I remember John telling me the story, and John was always like, I remember because my Aunt Laura sang for the church at the time. Mm. So my, my, my cousin John found out about Bridgeport, wanted to do it, started going in the beginning when Bridgeport started because Lisa and all these other people were reaching out for people. Mm-hmm. So then he heard about Waterbury, but Waterbury knew that he was going to radio to Bridgeport, so he would show up to a couple practices to Waterbury to see what it was all about, and a lot of people were giving him the cold shoulder. Mm. And I know how that feels because I remember growing up and trying to watch Waterbury practices, and they would, like, shun me the fuck out. But again, it is what it is. It, back at, but back then, oh and another God. thing I was gonna get to back then in like the early two thousands, the late nineties. Oh, there 19- was a rivalry. The late, wa- but, like, that, but that goes to show pride and passion. Yes, yeah. I'll, never, it or I'll, not. I'll never forget. There was a day when I was part of. I left Waterbury and I was at Bridge. I was at the Bridgeport for I think for like a couple years. I think I was already dancing now. I remember at the Waterbury Church there was a fest and Waterbury was dancing at night. And I remember it was literally like the Bridgeport. Like there was multiple like group members, dancers and stuff. We were just chilling on the rocks, watching them like dance, like all together, bro. I never felt like, like I never felt like a rivalry in my life because I never played any sports or whatever. But dude, I felt like that rivalry. <laughs> literally, I felt that rivalry. And it wasn't, and it wasn't that strong back then, already, yeah. Because because the early two thousands, bro. The early two thousands, Waterbury was fucking good, bro. Yeah, they were. The early two thousands, you had that people like Gary. Gary you had all these guys, yeah, all these big names. Well, pe- they were they were fifteen to twenty one and twenty two. Yeah. You you were doing because there wasn't you know you yeah. really weren't going to the bar. You weren't doing this, but yeah. it was. But even even like the Hartford group at the time, the Hartford I think still had two groups at the time, and then the Danbury the Danbury had two groups. No, well they I, I don't know about the church anymore. I think the church no, church still, still is they still yeah. going, but that um. So. How was how did you and Joey Salgado start dancing? All right, so when, um, like I said, I started off carrying the flag, and I had wanted to dance, wanted to dance, and I was told, no, you're too young, you don't know how, and of course all the other, you know, there was a few other girls around my age, but they had been dancing before me, and I wanted to dance, and I kept pushing, I want to dance, I was going to every practice, I was watching, I wanted to dance. Oh, you can't do it, you're still too young, fine. And then it was, at that point, we also had, we were set partners, so now everyone's 15, 16 and older, and here I am, this little pipsqueak who's 10. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't have it. So then, um, you know, I had been wanting to dance, and I'll never forget it, this one CEVA. Um, we were dancing, it was 4th of July weekend at the club, and the same, we were dancing on a Sunday, and that same day, we did that big parade in Bridgeport. Not the little two-mile one I'm talking about, and that was like seven miles. <laughs> a lot of our members couldn't go. Now, mind you, at 15, 16, 17, they were probably all working. A lot of the members didn't didn't end up going so they needed dancers so i danced the parade and then we went to the see that and it was like well wait a minute she danced the parade put her in and of course i had no clue what the hell i was doing because you can watch but until you do it it was not and then i started dancing and then he was with us when we were doing that little group and because his dad was dancing his dad was an active dancer and then somehow i don't know what had happened they were like put these two together so for years because we were the two youngest we were set partners that's crazy how that parade thing came up because that's how I started dancing for Bridgeport. Was too. it a parade? Yeah, it was, <laughs> the Colum- it was a Columbus you, Day parade. You danced uh, Columbus Day, but they used to have this Portugal Day parade where we started at. In, uh, I like Park how Joan says we, and like well, he remembers. Well, no, because I did it. I did. I did a parade where you started on the, um, in Park Avenue and you went all the way to Seaside, which I'm assuming that's the one you're. What well, we did about. was Fourth of July. This one was it's what started around Seaside. I think it ended up at Central. It's changed. I mean, right. it was like seven miles. It was a 
Hold on. Oh my. But that's funny that it how you started. It was a long it, parade. It's funny how you started with the parade and I started with the parade. Yeah. That's fucking insane. I didn't even know that. That's so and then I started dancing. Same. <laughs> we, we, we kind of mentioned how, like, out of everybody that's on the group, you still go out with us. Like, you come drinking. You're the real one. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I think, because I remember, I remember big, dude. I remember big, like, 99, 2000. We fucking did everything together. We would go to the beach together. We would go to Six Flags every year together. We would go to the Big E every year. Now, I think this is going to get a little like deep because I think once we lost Harry, I think I think the group got very, very, like, they, it was almost like a thing where, like, y'all, everybody was really together. It yeah. was It was nuts. And I was still young. Terry died in, what, 97? 97? I think it was 97. So I was five or six. Ethan Markey was born, so 23 years ago. So I think that was, it was crazy, dude. We used to, dude, we used to, we used to throw parties like once every three months at Gloria's house because Gloria had a massive pool. Everybody used to go. John used to throw bangers in his fucking front yard in his parents' house yeah. in Naugatuck. Fuck yeah, John. That's you what know? I'm talking about. We used to, we used to, dude, we, th- like holidays when there's, pr- when there's fireworks. We used to all go to fucking Derby and watch the fireworks off the highway. Well, that's what's up, man. It's that's just awesome. we used to throw we used to throw a fucking summer picnic where we used to have fucking eleven v eleven playing soccer in the middle of a park. I think I've only went there once. It wasn't that in Bethany, right, or whatever that like Arrowhead. No, Hamden. we, we did it. We about? did it. We did it in Hamden one time. Uh, Indoor. Because I remember only one picnic. Yeah. Like I think it was Norwood or some shit. Yeah, we did. We tried to do something that never really worked out with everybody after. Because that was a great time too. But we did, dude, we did something like that all the time, bro. And I guess, oh man, maybe like after 2010, like we'd go to Raishu and like it looked like everybody fucking hated everybody. It was always, they, it looked, they looked like, it, it almost looked like people were there just, all right, I'm still here. Like it wasn't fun anymore. At least I'm talking from my perspective because maybe you kind of feel the same way sometimes. I know you, you live for this shit. You're like me. I live for this shit. It's, Not as much. You know, but. Because it's it's very, because I'll go. I remember like a couple of my last practice. I, dude, I remember my last Saida, and me and my sister fucking screaming at Let each it. other. Let me do you want one? Oh my god! Do you remember I that? Remember at the end, it was it was the day before the anniversary. We I we was practiced. Prego. We practiced. So yes, I remember because I was pregnant. No. That one. We practiced. We practiced something, and we practiced the day before at the church. And like she said something stupid to me, I was like, dude, I can't deal with this fucking shit anymore. I fucking started screaming back. And at she her. had just come back from her maternity. Yeah. Oh, was that with your sister? I, d- I screamed. Yeah, me I think I was at the. Ra- I think dude, I was me, part of the me, 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 and Paula went at, and Paula, you know, you know, it's the same thing with us because we, we, we grew up like me, me and me and Linda from the same fucking town, in a little fucking Sutelo, area. Sutelo, Sutelo, If I'm not mistaken, I think it's like my grandmother and her grandmother are like first cousins. I don't it's even some, know anymore. They're all related. It's in some those bullshit. little towns, it's like Sutelo you know, we're all, we're all It's all some bullshit like that. But like, yo, we used to always hang out. You know what I'm saying? We like. Oh my God! Remember that summer in Portugal, and we sat there in the gazebo in front of my house. And we sat there dancing right Yeah. Oh my god. Dude, do, you mem- do you remember? How crazy are we? Like, do, do you remember? Do you remember coming to my like my fucking Catholic school? And, and we, we danced. We danced. It was only me and her. She brought her little fucking camcorder <laughs> that she still owns today and still records on. And I we bought play- a new one. I upgraded. We, we 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 played we played songs off the camcorder and we were dancing Ritinha. And then there's me as well, just not. <laughs> Nothing. Just tag, dude, I was in, I was in Catholic school, bro. So I was probably like in the like first or second grade. Still, it was nuts, dude. But like. 
I think like the mentality because we th- we touched on it like the mentality of back in the day how we felt about it and how we dude, everybody was committed. We had parties, dude. Our anniversaries, bro. Before our tenth anniversaries were dinner dances. They weren't par- they weren't they weren't you know you we'd have you'd pay Before like for our tenth it was a regular dance. It was a regular Not dance. A dinner, yeah. So you'd pay like ten bucks to come in. You would pay your drinks, and then we'd have food for sale. And our parties were always packed. You know what I'm saying? Now, a big another big thing, because I think after the 10th, we stopped dividing groups. Because it was a dinner. Don't forget, we are, and it's not to use excuse, we are a nonprofit. We don't technically belong to a club. And the anniversary is our biggest moneymaker. It, we have to raise up our own funds, whether it's a fundraiser or a fest or what. We don't have that extra home or that backing. And it, I know to some people, it does make a difference. And if you're going to invite another group, you feed the other group. Yes. And it does make a difference. You know what I mean? And and not only that, but when it comes down to it, when you're eating dinner, you or working it because every anniversary, I wasn't having fun at the anniversaries or partying. I was usually helping doing what needs to get done with the exception of working the kitchen. That's for sanitary reasons. But whatever needs to – I've been at the door every single anniversary that we've done a dinner. And we have to feed for another group. That is not free. When it comes – it is money. It – it's not free. We don't have be like, oh, can we ask the club? Oh, can we, you know, we need money to go on the bus. Because at one point we were doing four or five bus seats. Those motherfuckers are not cheap. True. So, <laughs> but like my, thi- my thing is, is like a lot of these, because I'm in a nonprofit group now. Yes, we belong to a club, but we, you know, the club, Can't say the, same. the club lives off us. We live off the club. It's, it's almost like a mutual thing because our club isn't as big as the Bridgeport Club because you can't really compare. You know, it's the same thing I think Joan can, can vouch for what I'm trying to talk about, too, because Austining isn't really that big of a club. Austining's never, but we're all nonprofit. You know, I think my biggest thing, because I remember when I threw, I threw like a, a um, like a festival one year. And it's just like, I, f- I fed four groups and I still made money at the end of the day. Yes, we need to make money, but this is why you do parties all year round. Yes, we don't have a club, but you have places like I- Omanel that would help us. You have places like the club where we can we can have the hall for free once a year. Don't forget our community. Not knocking it, not raising it, not saying it's better or worse than any is different. We have a lot more people in a lot of our community, and it's nothing against Jersey, New York. I don't knock on other groups. Our people love to dance, and not necessarily Rainshu. I went to a festa, um, and it was it was a Rainshu festa, and a friend of mine was sitting there and he loves to dance he's all about the chop music getting up and he flat out told me he goes you know if i thought it was gonna be this the whole time i wouldn't have come because yes we enjoy watching but after a while guess what if i'm going to a festa i want to get up and dance and the problem is when you have you know two groups think about it at least half hour 45 minutes minimum so okay so the first hour and a half you're eating so you're sitting there watching then the band goes on for a quick half hour. Yeah. Then there's another 40, you know, half hour, 45 minute performance of the other group. Two minute break. Then another 45 minutes of our group, if not longer, because it's our anniversary. So we're doing the cake, the thank yous and all the big thing. And then it's like, OK, so now you get to dance for half an hour and you're out. <laughs> After a while, like, you know, speaking as me, especially now me as a mom. When I go out, I want to go out and have fun. And you all know that. <laughs> when yeah, I dude. go out, espe- yeah. whether I espe- well, especially when I don't have my kids, that's different. She goes zero to 100. I am there to have fun. 
and no offense, but if I'm just going to sit there and watch, after a while, it's kind of like it gets boring. No, it, it, it does, and I think that's the biggest problem. Is, yeah. is the communities are different, and there's nothing wrong saying this one's wrong or that. It's just it's a different community. We do, and you know that in the you know we say Bridgeport, but it's like the Connecticut because it's a lot of Bridgeport and Waterbury. We have a lot of people in there who support us nonstop. But guess what? They want to da- Paul Ray's from Bridgeport. Mm-hmm. You know, if he's at a festa, that motherfucker's out on the dance floor like oh, there's yeah. no tomorrow. You're telling me we're going to sit there and make him sit down for two hours? He's, he'll do it, but at the same time. He's like, what the fuck? Like, why he I wants paying? to yeah. get, it's well, the same as if you're paying I for wanted, a ticket, you want to make sure you, you take the go. best out of it. But I think, I think the point I was trying to get to, because we got to a point where we weren't getting invited anywhere anymore. I know, that's that was the you whole. Know what you know what I'm saying? So like, 22. Yeah. You know, it, uh, like the intercandio in, in intergroups is huge. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like. I remember us getting invited to like Ada. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll touch on that, and then not being n- going to there, them feeding us, them you know giving us whatever they gave us, whatever, and us not be able to give yeah, that back well, to them. Well, because you invite to be it's invited. A, it's, you, unof- you invite it's an unofficial rule. It's an unofficial rule. You invite to get invited. invited. We don't charge you, but it's unofficial rule. You yeah. invite to yeah. get well, invited. Sorry to cut it's you off, uh, but like I also want to touch on that because it's like. And me and her, me and Linda have actually spoken about this before. A lot of groups. I'm a. I'm a speak for New York and yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. and Connecticut more likely. Um, well, that was there before this was over. Film <laughs> ghost. What was that? But it was like the the Portuguese community in New Jersey. It's so much wider, and I'm saying like business and everything. And all three of us know that as a nonprofit group, a lot of the sponsorships counts a lot and that means like food and everything like for example i'm saying like for example restaurants wise for example like cosmos is having anniversary all of a sudden you have different types of bakeries saying hey um we do it for this price and we'll do it for this price so the competition is so much bigger that you could throw in prices and ranges where everybody will profit and you you, the club itself well the restaurant itself now will make a lot of money True, true. So, like, for us, no, we have, I'm going to say. We have a lot like, smaller We have a, such a small options. Like, what are we going to have? It's either Omanel or it's going to be. Um, oh, fair. Yeah. Oh, fire. It was all fire. That's what oh, they're fire at the time. I mean, think yeah. about it. Even in, but, in, Joey, when you were growing up, how many Portuguese restaurants alone were there in Nogatuck? Within a block. Yeah. A lot, yeah. Right? There's now, still, how many? It's not, but they're only, not big. They're not as popular. There's only it's, one that's not there anymore. There's is a, it? There's only one that's not there oh, anymore. See? Sags. Oh, that's Sags right. Sold, oh, so it was two years was, ago. It was because it was the actual Portuguese club, and then it was it was the one across the street. I forgot what it was called. It was Porto. It was Porto, yeah, and then it was Sturil. Where was that? That was Santos. Is it used to be called Sturil? No shot. It used to be called no. Sturil. And don't yeah. forget, Lisboa just closed down too recently. What? We're talking Water, about really? co- we're talking about COVID days now, bro. It's just yeah, it's but still, well, yeah, well, yeah. Even pre-COVID, it was there's not as much of that. Those businesses that but, like, but like the whole thing. that's where you guys make more money, which is n- because of that reason itself. And I remember, I remember, I remember us going to Ada, and everybody was like mind fucked that w- they were paying fifty dollars for everything that they were getting. You know, but I think again, it's just again, I get the point. It's, it's and I understand easy. why we haven't. But there's there's things we could have done back in the day. We could have we could have thrown an outside party at the club. Hindsight we, is twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. Is that that expression? <laughs> I'm too Portuguese. I have no idea what that means. <laughs> <laughs> but you get what I'm saying? Coulda, woulda, shoulda. It's yeah. one of those things. It does take time to plan. And there's things we could have, we should have, we, you know, 
w- when we were big and and I, I think you know shortly after um you know as when our group was really dominant we'll say this was also the pre how should I say pre Facebook era pre social media era mm-hmm. this wasn't a time where the only time you would have seen some of these people from we'll say all these other ranchers that you're friends with you would have only seen them at a festa or in Ludlow pretty much Ludlow oh, was oh the yeah. one time you com- you sat there met you didn't even communicate because guess what we didn't really have cell phones yeah. or you didn't have 10 year olds with cell phones yet so you weren't ki- you weren't on Facebook becoming friends and developing even a relationship with all these you only had your community yeah. and as we start growing and develop even now look to my I'm a mom I have my kids my kids have done soccer they've done karate when I was their age I only did rancho or I had, you know, I did do dancing school, but I didn't do anything outside of the Porky community. I don't know if it's just being basically the first generation born here, but we didn't have those little outlets, yeah. you know. But Growing th- up, Joey, when you were in school, did you ever get teased for even doing the play, the fact that well, you had to really play across no, Dina? Nobody I really never, knew until, I never told until we danced. But until it, we danced at school, yeah. then I got expelled from that school, and then I went somewhere else. <laughs> But growing up, what was the the thing? If you played That's an accordion, you're a dork. Think yeah. about it. No, Family yeah. matters. It was one of those things that it was a dork. Whereas, but in the Portuguese community, the fact that you're fucking 10 years old and you can whip out the concertino oh, you're song, yeah. you're the famous. shit. Yeah. The fact that you can sit there and, and even, um, you know, even the little things, you know, the fact that I can sit there and help my grandmother or my mother and make a freaking, you know, or make all these fancy dish. Fuck yeah. Yes, my kids did learn how to make fulad. Glendu yeah. enjoyed cracking on eggs during this. Hell yeah. But. Those little things that we grew up with that is our norm, I, I think because we were first born here and we were surrounded by family is different, unfortunately. And our kids are already in that. Are my kids as into the chop stuff as I was growing up? No. no. But it's not their fault. It's not my fault. It's not there as much. Um, the other problem is, is that when I go to a festa, I want to dance and have fun. And if I have my kids, guess what? I ain't dancing and having fun. <laughs> so <laughs> I'd rather st- I haven't taken my kids to Ludlow since they were out of the stroller. Why? Because then I have to chase them around. And that's not fun. So Ludlow weekend, I do a picnic at my house. I invite friends over and they get to play. The last time I went to Ludlow, the Rancho had danced and I yeah, went by myself. I, remember. I had so, that was so much that was such a good time. fun and I didn't do anything crazy. I hung up. Oh, I felt bad. I kept uh, apologizing. <laughs> Poor yeah. Joelle, man. He you saved Joelle. You, you saved you Joelle that day. Me. <laughs> that day you oh, saved yeah, him. you did. And that was, I also, of course, <laughs> made my cookies. But That's I sat said. there. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was literally, she literally, she was already married and she was like, y'all pretend to be your girlfriend. Just so to you, make so sure. you won't talk to that broad, dude. Like you got to that point and I was like, Yes. Fucking broad, dude. Unbelievable. <laughs> That's teen drama. I'm not in that. Dude, that I'm too great. old that for that. Phenomenal. But anyway, but like I went slow and I had a blast. Whereas when my mom had me at eight or nine, for her it was different. But yeah. when I go because I grew up going to, you know, when we were doing Ludlow, remember the right, there was what six, seven ranchers dancing yeah. out. It was before they did the whole only three, and it was an honor to dance. I hated when we dance only because it took so much time. But that's because I have my thing. I won't eat before we dance. You have to rest because of the heat. Because it was always the most humid fucking days right. when we danced, <laughs> that, and the rain was after that day. Yeah, I remember that day when you came by yourself. I remember that day. Didn't we, we have da- like two people da- pass out? We almost had two people pass out because it was so fucking hot, and we were waiting. I think Casa de Zarcos was dancing before us, and think, and then no, we, we went. Danced after you. Guys. We danced after did you? Yeah. But we, whoever was before us, we were like waiting for like we did our lineups, and then we were waiting like. 
10, 20 minutes, like in the direct sun. We had to move. We had to go underneath, uh, like the little. And remember how tight I used to put yeah, my list to one, so I, I wouldn't lose it. All the girls were tight because you would do them all, and like, and then everybody was like, "Fuck it, dude!" Everybody was drenched. Everybody was sweating. We were just sitting there, and we were just sitting in the shade, bro. As soon as we got onto that fucking like the the balco, dude, that shit, it, it was a wrap. That was probably my favorite see that ever, really? ever. Well, you I will say I enjoyed it, but I also didn't have my kids because normally when we're done, I have to sit there yeah. and rush, and I go back, and I am that Portuguese OCD overprotective mom. I will admit that. Where are my that. boys? So right away, I'm like, I got to hurry up, change. I got to take care of the kids, even though, you know, Noel can do it, but I'm more like, no. But then again, you guys know. You come to my house, you're hungry, I make, I whip up caldo. Where did I whip up? How many? You've been to my, well, not poor, poor Joey, no. You've been to my house Fuck a few Joey. times and had caldo. Um, had Carnival, caldo you and Jenna. Yeah. I'm family, bro. I don't yeah. get invited, bro. <laughs> I know, man. Sorry. I'm five Joe. minutes away, bro. I don't give a shit. Well, he shit. Wasn't at that point, I'm like 40 minutes away, and I'll still go to that house. I mean, you Fuck guys yeah. have been, you come to my house, whip, last minute, you'd be walking in, and I'm already baking you cookies. You didn't ask for them, but I'm like, I'll make you son to eat. Even today, she made us a whole bag of like the white chocolate chip is like my favorite and then she made like these drunken like pineapple so the sorry Dave oh my god this cookies are ours facts <laughs> Dave, Dave Ramos who's part of the running show he's he always like yo where are my cookies blah 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 and then when he would get them we wouldn't he would always post it on Facebook and stuff but now it's like Tables have turned right now. Dude. Yeah, it was, <laughs> so it was, it was cookies and bakis, dude. Oh, Every my God, time we yes. had bakis, oh, dude. my God. Before the kids yeah. started school, because they didn't have to be in bed late, <sighs> I will say um, it was a handful. It was always Marco, Joao, and Shanna, and a handful of times. Shayla, um, Shayla had come over, too. Yeah. Every Thursday or every other Thursday, you guys would come over, and it was great for my kids because they were, you know, they got to see you guys. Yeah. And it was, But it was before they started school. I the kid cry. <laughs> Which Yo, side, you side, made my kids side, cry a few side, times. Side story. Side, hold on, side story, side story. Oh, because so, oh, chess. You poor Ju- was so, so Joelle, <laughs> me and Joelle went over to Linda's house one day, and yeah. they had a chess board, and then uh, one of the twins, Orlando, he wanted to play, like, chess, chess checkers. Chess checkers. It's like a mix of chess and checkers. And he doesn't like to lose. He doesn't. Li- this kid does not like to lose, and Juan doesn't like to lose either. Even if it's fucking against like a little kid, bro. My man over here, this guy, made this child cry, cry tears of like he was. This kid was so devastated that he's like, he, I remember it because I took a video of it on my Snapchat. <laughs> you just see, I don't know what to do, and like he just put his Dude. hand. He put his hand over his head, and it was like just so like stressed out. I was like, dude. You're making this poor kid get so stressed out. This is incredible how you're doing. You're like, it's a, you're a monster. <laughs> As Will Ferrett said, if you're not first, you're last. <laughs> hey, come on, bro. You can't be doing that to a fucking little kid. He's trying to play, and you're like, yeah, you lost, bud. But I, loved, I was I loved never one so of those moms much. that always believe that kids need to win the Participation game. Participation award. Let's guess what? I have twins, so one of them is gonna lose no matter what. Yeah, but man, true. that day when he did that, oh, I was yeah. just shocked. I was like, I was oh crap! So what do I do? What do I do? I was Dude, laughing Linda, so hard. Linda in the background she was just like you don't have to win every time i mean i had and this I'm conversation like, with the, you oh, know what so but bad. guess what he got that from me i am one of those that i am a perfectionist and i am very competitive in spirit Same. so do i always yeah, strive to, yeah. and we all know it i mean the way i dance because i mean this all started with my shoe yeah. i've always performed to do better i always sit there and say i don't criticize you know i i think like, Juan, we've had lots of conversations, and I'll sit there and I can look. I'm a nobody when it comes down to it. If I critique another group, if you ask me for your honest opinion or my honest opinion in watching, I will give it to you. I don't sit there and watch to be like, you suck. This is what the – I've never been one of those people because when I was growing up, I had that. People looked at me like, oh, you need to do better. And it's like, you're right. I can do better, but fuck you. There's a way to push someone to do better, and there's a way to criticize them because the way I look at it between gossiping and criticizing someone, it's to make yourself feel better. It's It's the same reason I always say, 
um, has my dancing gone a little bit down or some from? Yeah, but guess what? I've had kids. My body changed. I'm, I mean, hello. I'm close to 40 years old. Let's be no, honest. You're 21. You're 21. <laughs> <laughs> stop lying. Stop lying. Um, you know, your body goes up and down just like you're dancing. You're, you're, you know, you, I'm sure there's times I don't play the concertina anymore. I mean, I learned how my I arm started gets tired to learn. Well, but after a while, you her, just kind of. Her and Jeff started at the same time. Well, it was you and Jeff, right? That started with Manny? Um, Jeff wasn't going with you. It was just me going. I would go oh. all the time. And then um, I hit the age of wanting to start being a girly girl, get my nails done, going out. And didn't work So anymore. then little by little, it stopped. But don't forget, when I was learning Cosotina, not that it matters to anyone, or I don't do things because of everyone else, it was also before the era where so many females were playing. You would only hear there was one other female, I think it was either Hartford or Danbury, who played. When I was learning, she's playing accordions. Yeah, yeah, but there was about, one, and she's talking about Spia, no? no? I don't remember. I don't like remember. there wasn't as many females. Even there wasn't even. I mean, you got hello when I was 18, 19 years old. You guys were like what two? So let's face it, you guys weren't even playing it. So um, I was I pretending was, to play. <laughs> I was walking so in. So I was learning, but then one. I was also at that age where when I'm at a festa, guess what? I'm not sitting there on the sidelines playing the cosotina. I am dancing. Yeah. I have, I've enjoyed dancing. I've never, I've always enjoyed the dancing, 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 dancing. Rancho is, I think that's what, you know, it happened. I grew up with the Rancho. It was a family, so it's a different bond. I know some people are like, oh, I have a life. It's not, it has nothing to do yeah. with having mm -hmm. a life or not. I grew up, think about it, I was eight or nine years old. When I started in the rancho, by 10 or 11, I was dancing. And at that point, I didn't, like I said, our kids nowadays, or my kids, um, this generation, they have other activities. I didn't. I didn't do Girl Scouts or Boy Scouts. I didn't even know what the hell that shit what was. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't do all those things. The one thing I did have was rancho, and I enjoyed it. And it got to the point where it's not that it was, it was a part of me because I grew up with it. It was my second family. Yeah. So I think it, it is hugely different and then um i think it also comes down to the person the reason that even you three or at least me and jamal has had these conversations he would look at me i remember fabio when fabio had started dancing he was finally comfortable enough to talk to me and ask me he's like how am i doing because i started recording it's videos. like shit fabio I was get the fuck out of here <laughs> i was not recording videos so i can be like oh what's that one do? oh that one fucked up and this one did no i was watching because i am always been one of those people who likes to improve and yeah. do better i don't need to be better than you than you than this one than that one i only want to be better or as good as i can be if yeah. i'm going to do something i want to show my pride and do my best and you know, and then I think it just came up that it was just a different thing because in the beginning, that's all we did have was Rancho. And I grew up with it. So the reason why I'm as committed to Rancho is because that's what it's a set. It literally was a second family. Yeah. I'll never forget that, you know, a lot of those members, the older ones who sang or played, even if they danced or they didn't dance, they saw me from pre-puberty to puberty to teenager to Mom. getting married to all of a sudden. Boom, I, twins. I'll never forget Vashku. Bashku, at that anniversary, he hadn't Legend. seen me in a while. Uh, and I was sitting on the stage, and he looked at me, and he goes, why aren't you dancing? Because the fact that I wasn't dancing anniversary was like, what the hell is wrong? Yeah. And then I stood up, and he went, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> he probably felt so, he he, probably felt so old he that, hadn't at that moment. Known, and he was just like, wow. And then when I said the whole thing, is, I was like, well, it's not that I'm pregnant that I would ever stop, because I had danced that practice, and I had done yeah. plenty of seethers, because I know in October I did a see that it was my uniform, and at that point I didn't know. It was, uh, I was pregnant with twins, so I went from, you know, what a normal pregnant girl at six months old normal. When I was six months pregnant, I looked like I was nine months pregnant. So, oh. you know, and I had two big babies, so they were, 
big boys. Yes, they were. Our um, boys. My, you know, I could only do so much, but I still practiced. I still kept going, and everyone was shocked. But they grew up seeing me. And even to this day, I will say, it is a different commonality or a different relationship. I have, you know, uh, a different relationship with a lot of the members than a lot of the other people oh, have. Yeah. Because I was a child, and I was little. I mean, eight-year-old, you're, you're, it's nothing. Right. I have, you know... Anyone who knows me knows I grew up without a father. I was seven years old and my father passed away. I had, and I had a huge family, don't get me wrong, but that whole, you know, father-like figure, mm. I had one of those, and he was in the Renshu. And to this day, I still do get shy, and I don't have, I've never told him that I looked at him, not as a father, but kind of like a father figure, and I never wanted to upset him when I danced. Yeah. And a lot of times in the beginning, I will tell you, I danced for him because okay. – he one day pointed me aside and he said, Linda, you're doing so good because somehow I got, you know, some when some kids act up and act bad, they're like, oh, the demon's in you. Well, somehow the racial <laughs> spirit got in me. And I was more like, I can push myself a little harder. Yeah. And I remember he pulled me aside and he said to me, he's like, Linda, you've, you've improved. Like, you know, I got more comfortable. Yeah. And he goes, there's just one thing you had to do. And this was the first person who ever told me. And he goes, all you have to learn is to dance in a line. I was like, what? What? No one had <laughs> what? pointed out to me. And he did that. And after that year, I made sure I'm looking left and right to make sure that I'm dancing in a line. If you watch, you will see I am. Yeah. And that's why if I see you and I've done Ooh. it with you two, if I've seen you do something, I will pull you aside and be like, listen, just so you know, Looks this like is shit. What, <laughs> no, I've never said <laughs> no, that. Suck. I will Get tell out you here. be like, oh, this is what you're doing wrong. And this is it. Because a lot of times I find that if you're going into it's not about a competition. It is about being pride in our culture. And yeah. and everyone has their ups and downs and bad days and shitsy either or shitty practices where you just don't want to be there. All you need is that one where you're just like, wow, we danced at an old folks home and it was, it was in 2008. We had danced at an old folks home on Mother's Day. And I know to some people it's like, oh, Old yeah. folks, no big deal. So that Sunday, it happened to be a family member of my husband's family. Mm. And overnight, that the woman passed away. Damn. Now, we had spent that Sunday, I spent talking to her, her daughter-in-law, because I knew her daughter-in-law and her granddaughters. I sat there and talked to her. That Wednesday, I went to the wake. Her, <laughs> her daughter-in-law pushed Noah out the way, which is technically the family member, yeah. and was like, do you have any idea what you did in the smile you put on my, mo my mother-in-law's face? Good. And I went... Whoa. You know what? You only need the one time and to be proud. And it is, you know, it is still about having fun and, you know, who you're with and who you're with. I've been, I'm just, maybe it's because I'm more just like, go with the flow. I don't yeah. really mind ups and downs because I started little and I had to prove that I was worthy of dancing because I was little. And at that point, we didn't have as many eight or nine-year-olds or 10-year-olds or allowed to really dance. Yeah. So I was always, I think that's just me. I'm like, no, I have to prove that I'm not in it just because I'm little. Because I'm sure, Joe, you were one of the youngest ones. It was you and, Sh and um, Shanna dancing. I'm sure you danced hard, but you – how many times did you probably hear the comment, well, you were dancing it because she was your partner, so it looked cute that you were a little couple. All you didn't want to fucking be, All oh, I'm only dancing. And it's like, wait a minute, I'm only dancing it because of the cute factor? Fuck you. I know what I'm doing. And you had to push – Bro. But you but had nobody to push yourself was. harder. But you know, what, you know what pissed me off the most is because a lot of people didn't see the work that me and Shenna put in to be able to dance all these songs. I believe it. No, because you were part of it. Because the 7.30 practices started with me and Shenna. Because practice would be from 8 to 10 back in the day at, 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 uh, at the Cape Verdean Club. So John, 
this is back in the you guys don't know this is back in the day when we were allowed to park in the parking lot. So John was always the first one there. Oh, this is before I started helping run practice. I wasn't. No, 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 because this wasn't anything. So, what would happen is that they would, they would, me and Shenna, from seven thirty to eight o'clock, I would go to Gil, and if I'm not mistaken, Shenna would go to you. If I'm not mistaken, I know I would go to Gil. So Gil, Gil would help me out with a song each Wednesday, from seven thirty to eight, and then at eight o'clock when practice started, me and Shenna would dance that song. Dude, I remember. Dude, craziest part. I don't know if you remember the story when we danced Retina for the first time, and Shenna was crying because she didn't want to. She didn't want to dance that song. Do you remember that practice? Uh, dude, I, dude, because like you, you have to grab people. Yeah. Like, Retina is actually, well, at least our version of Retina is hard because you're grabbing on yeah. and you're dancing with. Literally, yeah. you have yeah. to. And and um, that I will say because if you learned it together, that was the one good thing is because you're dancing yeah. with each other. Me, I get tossed around, which was fine. I got used to it, but Joao. You would dance with me, and then the next week, and Marco, you would dance. Every girl is different, just yeah. like every guy is different. You have to learn. That's why. That's why every <laughs> every time we danced Stocky, it was like a lottery. I loved Stocky. It was like that's a lot because of, every I time hate Stocky, our <laughs> version of it, but it was one of my favorite songs. Dude, oh my Dude, god! I remember when I think it was Fabio. Fabio was about to quit. I got. A, I got a I better. I got a better slap story. I think it was either Paula or her. I got a better slap story. They story. found out, and they, they were like, you, you know what? Paula, I didn't if know one of us quit. get Fabio, dude, slap him as hard as we can. Dude. I wasn't mean, so it must have been Paula. It probably was. Dude, the <laughs> best, I was never the, the mean one in the group. The best slap story on the planet is John's wedding. Paula and Roger. <laughs> dude, my sister cocked back so hard. <laughs> so hard. Dude, and all you see is Roger's face like, well, because you're whole. not expecting that at, at, <laughs> at a non C either. Bam, bro. I remember watching. I remember watching that at John's house when we, he finally got the videos. We put that shit on replay like 15 fucking times. <laughs> we just kept watching it and watching it and watching it, and it got worse and worse and worse every single time. But again, like. Dude, I got that all the time. Like, all these little kids. Like, what but are they doing? But you had a passion. But I, you I, wanted to prove. And, and, and you also had the shadow. Did you not? You were in the shadow of your cousin, of John. Yeah. So super. you were trying to be like, you know, at that point, you're like, no, I am my own. Because after a while, it's like, what do you mean? Oh, I'm so-and-so's cousin. I'm so-and-so. It's like, fuck it. You yeah, pushed For yourself. me, it was different, though, because John was always, like, a role model to me. I've always wanted to be John. I was growing well, you up. you still wanted I, to dance. It was okay, like, how can I rephrase this? It's not that you were in his shadow, but you wanted to be known as Joey the Dancer, who is his cousin. Well, not your dancing you want, because well, it, you're He wanted his, his own identity, it, it, not it, it, just it, it, be it, John's cousin. It's funny because it, it's funny because I know John taught a lot of people how to play for Swatini. He taught me including, and then he, he taught Joey first. And I, I always saw that because I always saw Joey, and then I always, I always associated Joey with John because I, I've seen videos of John dancing, dude. I, I've never seen a guy dance so well like this dude. Like, yo... No, that was before that. smoking days, <laughs> and all the all the iced coffees and all that, the and the light and sweets and shit, bro. When before he had the, being an adult, when, bro. <laughs> I mean, ah. no, working, when he had, sitting at a desk, it all heads off. When when he had the mullet, when he had the green fucking <laughs> fisher, bro. 
Yo, I was before I left, bro. I was pushing so hard for him to give me the fucking green flash, but this man would never fucking give it to me. I was I so tired. I think it was bro. like in between you and I. Yeah. They were like, yo, let's get that green flash. Yo, for real, like, because like we were watching video. We we'd go to Linda's house and she would have like these old videos, and then she was like, uh, oh, there's John. I was like, and I was like looking. I was like, holy shit. But I would make that reference when I would see John or if I would see Joey out somewhere. I would always make that reference of YouTube because I knew you guys were like so racial oriented and, and and like the passion for it. So I can understand that. John was like the inside of the and I knew like right after like there's you like you're right there and you're like following his footsteps because then once you left the range the Bridgeport you basically went to because of those articles and then like whatever happened there you basically came in inside of like years after well I was never really inside of the well, I became you, director but became, you know yeah, yeah you yeah. know what I mean but you still like did that thing and, and, and I think and I like that's where I get like the similarities is because you went from like a rancho, and then you did your own thing. You went to another rancho, and then you basically became like mm-hmm. not quote unquote inside there, but you you made those yeah. efforts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and but it's like cool. that's why I was saying he didn't. It's he never wanted to be looked. He didn't have the issue of being like John or, or you know, because that like you said, a role model cousin. It was the whole thing of I'm sure that whole comment of well, you're only dancing because he's your cousin, or you're only dancing because you're little and the it, you know you want the little kid couple. It's yeah. like. Well, no, I'm dancing because I know what I'm doing. And I'm not saying that in an arrogant way because we all know I can't stand arrogant people. But it's confidence. And, no, you want to push and dance because you deserve the right to dance because you know what you're doing. You're in there. It's the same reason that, you know, I can't tell you the number of people I've had. And this was before I was even married, still living with my mom's, rearranging them, come over my house to learn rancho. I wish. No, this was when I was at my mom's. There's a video I, on uh, Joey's How YouTube many times videos, we've had people come dancing. over my house now to learn, or all up there, to learn. You want to watch a video to I learn? I and I I had no problem because sometimes, you know, I think we all get. I remember going to We Bridge- get hesitant. You get nervous, yeah. like, asking for help. And I've yeah. always said, I don't know why any of you motherfuckers were ever intimidated talking to me or asking me for help because I've never been a mean person. You're not a mean person, but you are intimidating because of the set of skill that you have dancing, honestly. And, but see, and I, I don't look at it, it wasn't, that way. No, it wasn't just, even, I've just been doing it. I don't it, know it, it, wasn't, it wasn't even, like, the, the like the skill. It was just, like, the way you, like, held yourself. Presented, when, presented, presented the way yourself. You held, the way you held yourself when you were dancing and, like, the com- like, the confidence that I saw John that – what the confidence I saw John have in you, he, he was like, "Oh, Linda could do this. Linda could show you. Linda could do this. Linda, so Linda can bake us out." That's where, when, when you're a little kid, you're like, "All right, like she's she's like a fucking like a, a god. <laughs> she's like a god. She's like a goddess over here." So it's like, "Who who the fuck are we? Where we just enter and we like we don't know shit." Like, well, how, that's, that's I remember thing. it took years. I mean, we would be in the car riding with John, and you wouldn't even talk to me. I was yeah. like, "We're in the car, and yeah. you fucking don't say two words." I and now look at us. Saying, like, <laughs> there was the seven thirty practice, and like. I jo- when I joined, she was actually running those to, to the point that she was like, imagine yourself with a line on four and start doing the Vita steps side to side. And I started going with it. And like, don't get me wrong. I was watching videos. So, like, I think when I first joined, they had me do, I think it was like, um, Barandinha again, kids. Song. It was both kids. Song. It was Barandinha Vergallo. I believe I th- think I did Shaki, if I'm not mistaken, because I saw it on YouTube. I was constantly watching because I... I gained such like I had a, a YouTube like page back it. then, yes. <laughs> I like to it. But like then he got to the point that I think it was like that was a year I joined the year after my brother and and Charlie and they they ended up asking her for help at like Pika and kind of the Terry and I'm just like, All right, since I'm in it, let me go to her house too. So I, I'm I'm gonna cut that off because I have one more yeah. topic before because we're getting almost oh, out of time. Sorry. <laughs> so 
Oh, I thought you like stopped no, it. No, 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 I thought <laughs> so it stopped it. Stop for a second. One of the biggest things I think that I've always had an issue with, and probably around the time I left, was how we treated certain songs. And I think I think you and me, out of the whole thing, I think you and me could probably agree on this, because I think we have we have very different viewpoints on a lot of things. So after '97, right, we we changed the song a little bit. So that's the original because it used to be called Canavir something. It wasn't kind of a carry. It was called Canavir. You used to dance in one circle and uh, Uma and Duish was only part. You didn't do the whole other part. Okay. It was different. We changed it a little bit a couple years after that. I think after like we should have retired that song like after 06, 07. Because I think the group we had and the, the dancers nobody really knew. The passion wasn't there anymore for that song. I felt, I've always had, dude, and you see it in videos where me and Linda that song starts playing and our shoulders are just bumping because that passion and how we want to dance that we song. We didn't care how, where we had that last bit of energy had to go. And yeah, for some reason, John, you always put the song fucking second to last. <laughs> <laughs> but for somehow, some way, and it's just, I felt like towards like 06, 07, maybe even 08, that we lost a little of, of the respect of the song. You know, I don't know how you feel about it. That's how I felt. And, and then it just... I always wanted to dance it, but inside, I felt like we never danced it the same. If you guys are wondering, what is it, Kind of the Terry, right? Yeah. yeah. It was Kind of the Terry. I, I only danced it a couple couple of times because it wasn't, when I was there, they didn't really, like, play it or anything. I just danced it a couple times. I practiced maybe once or twice every season, and that's it. But Kind of the Terry, that's the song that they're referring to. It's but... And, that's and, and just so you know, the background of that song is one of Terry was a member of our group, and he was a very passionate person. His pride, he, I mean, I mean, I used to hear stories of him going to John's house to all hours of the night just to learn. He had two left feet when he first started, and if you watch any videos of him dancing, I know that one of the videos I have in Wallingford, you can somewhat see it, but then a year later at an anniversary, you're watching it, you're like, holy Ooh. crap, what the fuck? This guy knows what he, like, he had a passion, and he learned. It was something he enjoyed. And um, when he had tragically, um, uh, you know, when he had passed away, you know, I, I remember we had a C that was not even a few, I think it was like a month after we danced Jersey. Um, I think it was Jersey. Um, we did have a C then. We did keep that C then. Um, it, was, it was a little after he had passed. We still did. It was an anniversary because we all knew. Um, I, I know the whole Portuguese, you know, community in Montreal is, oh, no, you're in mourning. You don't do anything. It's disrespectful. But we all knew it he would, be, it would have been it. more disrespectful knowing Terry and the way he enjoyed dancing. I remember practicing. I was still in the somewhat learning stage. I remember he would sit there and he would bend down to me to make sure that I was okay. And he was one of those that you could be in horrible mood. And if you were with him next to him, a two foot radiance dancing next to him, you were dancing in you know, smiling with him, mm-hmm. um, you were doing anything you could. Like you somehow sucked up his sunshine and 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 danced better. He had huge pride and he was proud of. A spe- I mean, just and he wasn't cocky, but if you looked at his progression, he he he, he, he deserved co- the right to be cocky. Wow. And um, so we had did the anniversary. We had still did that high anniversary. I remember that was a, that was a that was a crazy see that I remember it somewhat. And um, because I was young, do we, do we have that on video <laughs> actually? Because it was, it was you Eliz- recorded it. It was, it was, it was. It was Elizabeth. It was right? Elizabeth. And that, yes, because they were the ones who danced at our anniversary. Yes, they had danced at our fifth anniversary. We, we danced, I remember we danced, as horrible because the camera sucked. The camera angle sucked. But the, the camera angle sucked. But the, the, we the, still the chandelier. 
And I remember Gloria announcing the new name of the song. And we had did see, and I remember, I remember and watching we, I, that video, and I, think and I remember a handful of us were sitting there doing yeah. it because we were nervous. I even think we, though we danced at the entrada, didn't we? I don't know if it was the entrada because I think we still wanted to do the more silence and do it. But yeah. I remember we were all so nervous that we weren't going to be able to give that song the the respect, that, like it that respect, the pride, the dance, that that energy level that it deserved for him. And even then, we couldn't even show him. Yeah. And I remember we did that one. We still did the C as hard as it was, but we all knew we had to because if we didn't do it, it would be more of a slap in his face if he didn't do that. Yeah. And you're right. The, uh, the problem is, is a lot of those members are no longer there. So unfortunately to them, it's just another song. And I mm-hmm. get what you're saying. I mean, all you need is a handful of people in there who knew, even if they don't know him, but if they knew, like, the the there's story, no basically. reason that Marco and Joel, you you may not have known him, but you, if you understand me and Joey, and you know, you understand the importance and the significance of that song and his spirit for the few years he was in it, you're going to dance it because you know us enough yeah. to know. The problem is, is we don't not have, there's not as much of the, yeah. you know, that, and it sucks to say, it's the same, re- but you know what, it, what I was gonna say is it's the same reason that there's certain songs that you dance it and you dance like you know we have a handful of songs that for some reason is everyone's favorite or it's this one's favorite and this Shula one. baby Ugh, I hate that song <laughs> <laughs> and you brought it up purposely I hate that fucking Love song that. I don't know when, why especially when I would dance with you I'd always but say guess Shula what? I, as much as I hated Shula but if I was your partner and I knew it was your song yeah. I still danced there was Loved a scene it. that I remember I was like okay we're doing this for Marco <laughs> as much as I hated the <laughs> <laughs> fucking song watch my language i hated that song with the passion for some reason i don't know why but i still dance it with pride yeah, because and on top of it and it wasn't but i think that also leads to it's just a difference of personality i don't go to any see that or any practice or anything as like oh this is a non-important see that i look at it as every see that whether it's a small one or what it's a awesome time to it's a dress rehearsal because if you watch Joey's of me, videos of me in the beginning, Joey, I never made my skirt go up or this or that. I also didn't lose my list so as much. But those little seethers is where you learn, you progress, and you don't have to worry about it. And yeah. I guess in me, I just look at things as everything is a place to learn and do better. And I, the way I look at it is it's helped. I would have, not that I'm full of myself because I'm far from it. I think it's helped in the progression of all three of you as dancers. And not dancing as in your danceability, but I'm hoping I've at least helped you guys in your yeah, confidence, your passion. Joel has said it to me, and when he had said it to me, he goes, I enjoy, I believe anyone, your partner, any member of the group, or any friends, family you have can bring out the best in you. You should dance everything 100%. You know, whether it's a good partner, because let me tell you, I've danced with anyone and everyone. <laughs> they sucked. I hated them. <laughs> I've danced with people who I know have hated dancing with me, which I was like, what? I'm saying, so who the fuck what? would hate dancing with you? Get the fuck and out of here. whatever, but I don't look at it as you don't like dancing with me, fine, but guess what? I'm going to do better to be like, fuck you, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> and I know that may seem like a horrible thing, but that's just me. And I hope that you're not there for everyone else, you're there for yourself. You either enjoy it or you don't. I, but I also think you need to be bred. I don't believe in, I maybe because I grew up with it. When I'm in the ranch, it's about me, me, me. I'm not. We've been at Seedas where I'm sitting there somehow with the whole mom, Porchy's eyes with the eyes behind my head. In my list, we were at a Seeda and someone's fascia came off. I spotted it. I looked at the person and I was like, dude, 
your flight check. I know. Yeah, I know. And I made sure, and I was I calling signals, remember? And <laughs> I me. waited to call the signal because I knew if he didn't have it, he would have been mortified. Because when yes. I was growing up, there weren't as many people there helping me, but there was always that one person. I had learned the original Kenneth Gutierrez before it was Kenneth Gutierrez, and I kept fucking up. I couldn't figure out what I was doing wrong. What am I doing wrong? When someone pulled me aside, they're like, you're just turning the wrong way. You're supposed to go this way. I went, oh. So I look at it as, okay, all you need is one person out of, there could be 20 members. I don't give a fuck. All I need is, and I do strive to be that person because that one person helps you, then help you know, feel person. better. Yeah, exactly. That, it's that whole person, train yeah, effect. Yeah. And I know, oh, it's just strange, but I'm like, I, you know, it's a passion I have in me. And if there's no one there to help you, th th you're not going to do it. Yeah. You know, there we would have practice, and I remember there was a person who was spinning wrong, and I sat there and watched, and I went, oh, you're doing it because you're going this way and it's this foot. I have no shame in it, and just like, you want to come to my house to learn one-on-one? -on -one? Fine, but be warned. If you're going to my house, no filter. I am bitch mode, yeah. and I'm going to do it. Fuck you want to yeah. sit there the first time I met Luta, mm -hmm. Michael? I remember I had, you know, I already had kids, so it's a different story. I'm, you know, there's mom, there's me in mom mode, and then there's not mom mode and anyone who knows me knows there's mom mode and there's non-mom mode usually it's 90 percent of the time i am in mom mode and we sat there we were at a kid's birthday my little cousin alex's birthday party and we sat there and talked about my shit and it was fine we weren't knocking anyone and i think that is the biggest issue with other groups or not other groups but with people mm. you don't need to be an asshole you don't need to be that and we sat there just talking and just you know now, mind you, every so often I'd have to stop to go chase after my kids and do this and do that. I have no problem. You want to sit there and talk Raishu? Fine, we'll sit there and talk Raishu. If that's what you're in the mood to do, we'll talk Raishu. You want to talk politics? That might be a different story. You want to talk <laughs> about religion? That's a whole different <laughs> argument. But you want to talk about Raishu? Fine, let's go. Easy, go with the flow. I will not gossip, and I will not knock another group or knock a person yeah. just to knock on them. But you want to talk about how growing up with the group or doing this or doing that? Let's do it. Let's go at it. Because mm. you know what? There's still... Not that Rainshu is your has to be 100% life because we're not in a point, you know, work, life, it's not going to be 100% of your life, but there is still a passion. Yeah. And I think in talking, you can still, you know, I'm not an active Facebook person. I'm not an active social media. I don't talk your, to Your videos people. from like five years ago would beg to differ. Oh, <laughs> I know. Well, yes, don't forget, what was it? Our, the Rainshu's 25th anniversary. Yeah. Every day for yeah. almost a month, I posted videos from, yeah, I know, awesome. how embarrassed Close. were you guys? I will say Who one was of my embarrassed. I was well, embarrassed. I enjoyed every single well, I know, no, I know I was because it was, she posted a video of when I lost my flesh and I was like, damn. She Did I? Oh. I was like, damn. Well, you know what? Like Let fuck. me tell you, for the longest time, I was known as the girl who lost her limbs, so I don't like, feel fuck, bad. Damn, she fucking exposing me on shit, but. I'm still waiting for her to post a video with Sneel Manel playing. I don't know if I have it because it was before I started recording. Those oh, dead man, bro. I think oh. I think oh, I have the one when we danced in Wallingford, but you don't really see him as much. I just want to hear him. Um, I don't want to see him. I want to hear him. <laughs> I, I'm sure I have it. I just have to figure that out how to upload it because it's v I'm talking about like VHS yeah. type. That that man's that man's fucking uh, when he used to play Pika, he played Gunnar Virada. That man's Volta. Oh, love it, love it. Uh, love and fun fact is that he's like family with a lot of people from companies. Hell yeah. <laughs> His daughter. Is um or not his daughter? His granddaughter is married to Manny's brother Jimmy. Small Moreno. 
Wow. Right? Wow. And I laugh wow. at that. The reason I brought that up is because I laugh all the time when I'm, I'm speaking with non-chop people, like my boss, yeah. and, and they're not, they laugh. They're like, oh, you Portuguese people are crazy. You know everybody. And I'm like, Why we yeah. Don't? And, yeah. It, Why we and don't? It, I was like, it's that whole small community. We know this one. He went He went to a, a open house for something for his son, some private school in Westport. And he's like, I ran into some girl. She knows you. And I said, what are you talking about? Who is she? He goes, I don't remember her name. I said, what the fuck, dude? And he's like, you Portuguese people are crazy. You know everybody. And he started talking to her, and I guess she was there to help, you know, with um, open house and bringing the parents around. And he couldn't remember her name. She had brought up that she was in a Portuguese dance group. And he, they all know I'm in a Portuguese dance group. So he goes, do you know Linda? And I said, listen, if they're in the Bridgeport dance group, everybody if they don't that. know me – there's a problem. There's a problem. Unless, uh, well, unless they're non-dancer. I said everyone who's a dancer knows me because at one point, there's a 75 to 90% chance they've encountered dancing with me or, or I've helped do something with them. And he was like, you Portuguese people are fucking crazy. You know everybody. Right. I'm like, yeah, we do. Cause, cause right. Crazy story with, uh, I know it's, we're getting really, 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 really long here. So, Senor Manel. We're talking right. Yeah. You know Senor it could go on forever. Yeah, oh, Senor Manel, I don't know if it was his, his daughter or his son's wedding. That they had here in Bridgeport, and the lefty, the player, mm-hmm. the lefty. Yeah. I told the story all the time. So it's fucking hysterical. So he, uh, he was at he was at the wedding, and uh, uh, for, I think Fernando told me the story. Uh, Jeff's dad. Mm-hmm. He's like, yo, the guys in the bar. And Fernando had a box, but he had to go home and get the box. He comes back, dude, and this man Turn it turns it upside down. Now this guy plays left-handed. Crazy, uh. nasty tocador, un- unbelievable. I played with him, I think once, and I was completely mind fucked. I think I like stopped playing just to watch. And Fernando saw him flip the thing around, and Fernando fucking grabbed it from him. He's like, "Look, the fucking carolina va a partir con sardina." And yo, and the dude started playing, dude, and Fernando's like, "My fucking jaw dropped, bro." This guy comes to kind of verde, and my jaw dropped, dude. It was insane. And it's just it's small how how uh, it's crazy how small the world is. Cause now I know all these people. Like I know Snowmanel's family. I know I know all these guys. Well, from you want to hear another small world? His granddaughter that I spoke of, her mother. So his daughter-in-law is sisters with my great aunt-in-law. So huh? Exactly. Okay. Everybody's really my great uncle, which is my dad's uncle, uh, my tio Acasio. His wife, my tia Ida, is sisters with Shantae or Shantae's mom. Oh, Shantae's Mom's or my yeah, grandmother's brother's sister. <laughs> yeah. I know it sounds more confusing. Three, times, three times removed. Is, what I'm saying is, it's that whole small world. His grand, so his son, his daughter-in-law is sisters with my great aunt. Nuts. Small world. Small more, fucking world, right? Small moral of the story, everybody. Everybody knows so everybody. everybody. So as much everybody. as we no, knock moral, it, it's great sometimes to be in this community, but sometimes mo- it sucks. Moral of the story, knows. everybody knows Linda. Everybody, no. everybody knows Linda. <laughs> Someone was from Kutsos and was like, Jeff, <laughs> They may not know Linda, but if they don't know Linda, they know one of the five uncles, or they know what I'm like, ah, son of a bitch. Yeah. They're like, I know your uncle. Which one? Oh, you're to Which one, my boy? Most of your uncles basically cook at the church yeah they'll be like the one who volunteers at the church okay that was which one asshole which one oh it's i'm like hello a little more detail (laughs) oh the one at the bar okay that's either to you david or to you tony or what about (laughs) this and then there'll be the ones and i'm like you know my to you jack they're like no it's king i'm like no that's who and i'm like oh my god (laughs) so everywhere you go i'm like son of a bitch they know everyone i was like this nah. fucking sucks right. ass. You need to start showing uh, IDs for you to recognize. Oh, <laughs> my God. 
So, Jean, do you still want to do your announcement? Oh, uh, yeah. No, I mean, that, oh, no, that was actually awesome, dude. What <laughs> 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 fucking lightweight. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, as most of you know, um, the Portuguese club in Hartford a couple of years ago ended up being burned down. Um, I just recently ended up uh, reaching out to a friend from that is a uh, director there. So they're actually having members meet up tomorrow, uh, Sunday. Um, I believe this Sunday. I forgot what day it is. Um, nice. Um, I believe it's 28th. March 28th. 28th. Yeah. So they're having a live stream, um, which the members itself are actually going to decide whether they're um, going to continue reconstructing the club or if they're going to end up selling, um, finding another place. So they they want to make sure all the sauces have a say into it, where they'll decide on whether to keep it or not. Um, they're still accepting donations. They'll, they're still uh, accepting word to mouth to become a member. Um, they ended up sending me um, their their information. If you if you look up HartfordPortuguesesClub.com, uh, you could become a member online and um, help to a greater occasion. Obviously, twenty first um, century me and technology. Getting a Absolutely. Cl- the of a club by internet. Right, and that's great. So um, Everything is by internet this past year. So the informa- um, the presentation will inform our, um, the members to the, all the current uh, options with the mix of rebuilding and current location and purchasing and new location altogether. Um, now, this is Jonathan Seguru. He's the director of the club. So if you have any questions, you could... Um, Email him at portclubhartford at gmail.com. So take your time and become a member. Help that community a lot in Hartford. And uh, hopefully the, the club will continue and the Hanshoe and all that stuff. Yeah, hopefully we can serve. Well, that's going to end our show. Linda, I really appreciate We, we really, really, really you appreciate you. You just wanted the guys. cookies. No, that's well, I, I was actually. And the strawberries <laughs> <laughs> lo- and I was the strawberries lo- and the pineapple. I was low key. I was like. I really hope she brings strawberry cookies. I was like, you were hoping? <laughs> I was. I was already oh, expecting What are the odds? I only felt bad trying to figure out which ones to make. I was I like, fuck, make it Joey likes the peanut butter you ones. Can make, you can make whatever cookies, dude. I'll like, she should have catered to me since I haven't had them in like three years. I know. They've been to my house numerous times, yeah. and I've fed their asses numerous times. Damn right. But we, we really pre- we want to thank you for coming on. No problem. It was We could fucking talk for hours on end about the range Oh, I still had more to talk about. Dude, who knows? <laughs> Maybe she, eventually she can come back. The years, she can come we're going to have a part two of this. And she can come back. Uh, we really appreciate you coming, guys. Uh, check out our YouTube channel. It's uh, Tascalooza. Um, subscribe, like, comment on the video. Uh, let us know what we could do better, uh, what you guys like, what you don't like. Um, check yeah. us out on Spotify. Yeah, well, this, this will be out on Spotify pretty fast, pretty quick. Um, yeah, and we really appreciate all the, the support we've been getting, all the feedback we've been getting as well. And uh, I hope you guys stay tuned for the next episode. Because <laughs> <laughs> For this. Peace out. Thank you. Later. Later. Appreciate it. <laughs>